0: This isn't enough. This this looks just objectively bad. Also ignore this while while we're at this angle real quick here. So this looks bad? And And this also looks bad. This this like looks bad. Also, look you look at how much of my scalp you can see. That's like That's not good.
1: Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> Is that the is that the first time you've
0: noticed that um it's um for some I, when it's been growing out i've noticed that my hair's thinner than it used to be definitely because you never used to be able to see my scalp but i think that it's much easier to see it like because the, the hair falls a bunch of different ways yeah instead of me just like pushing it all up to the middle so that probably has something to do with it but yeah like you can just see a lot of my scalp that's spooky i i'm telling you dude if if there's if there's a need for hair plugs i will be the first person in line i have i have no shame uh,
1: you think you you need the hair you you can't pull off the bald look
0: absolutely not because then i'd have to have a beard and i don't like the beard and also i'm too fat to to be bald like there's i i need to at least have hair so that i can get probably some kind of like wife and then after that, maybe we can care a little bit less. But if, but if there's, like, a hair before, like, potential marriage situation, like, we're going straight to hair plugs. I don't care. Do, do I need a mortgage? No. Do I need kids? No. Do I need to set aside $10,000 or whatever the fuck it costs to fix my hair? Absolutely. And, I, and I'll be i be super I know, public about it.
1: I know somebody who uses Rogaine. You, uh, you could check into that. That's I'm supposed gonna, to help specifically with, like, thickening of hair
0: i'm gonna be honest the thought of doing rogaine at the ripe old age of 27 is the most depressing thought that i've had in a day full of depressing thoughts
1: yeah but you gotta get ahead of it gotta get ahead of it
0: <laughs> that should be their slogan get like like ahead like you gotta get ahead of it right like dude you should fucking, you should look at this That's- guy over here There's hundreds
1: of thousands of dollars of branding right
0: there. We're just giving that shit away for free. What's up, everybody? My name's my name's Joey, and I'm over here with Cap, and this this is the Sidepull Podcast where we uh, talk about uh, like uh, Dota and things. Hey, Cap, uh, can we get our weekly Dota update real quick? How's it going with the new patch?
1: New patch is coming soon, brother. Soon. Soon TM. That is the Oh fucking Christ. I it, I again, it's very small. It's very nitpicky. I shouldn't be annoyed. But something about it kind of annoys me that we're not getting it on Tuesday. You know? I'm not expecting it the moment that the tournament ends on Sunday. Epic League is over. Congratulations, VP. Good job. They beat OG. Very good stuff. Anyway, where's the patch? Well, I know the patch isn't going to immediately follow. That's unrealistic.
0: Why not? I want it. It's my money, and I want it now. Monday
1: is very close to Tuesday, and Tuesday is Valve patch day. So I just figured, naturally, somebody put it on the office whiteboard or the online Slack that the patch deadline should be on tuesday but uh they released about half an hour ago hour ago they uh they tweeted out it will be on thursday
0: to It'll be fair tuesday thursday. thursday they're confusing it's like the t days yeah you know like so. what it is like yeah, pro- you know
1: it's like two days it shouldn't bother me at all but like something about it i'm just like oh my why weren't you ready on tuesday <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me, but like that was the first thought I had when I was like, "Oh, Thursday going to be the day." But why weren't you waiting on Tuesday?
0: Privileged gamer boy over here. Um, yeah, probably. Can I, Can I take a small aside? Um, yeah. I started. So, someone told me, uh, you know, you know how like if you want to abbreviate days of the week, like Tuesday and Thursday, you kind of got to do like T H or T H U R S for Thursday. It's confusing. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Pardon me. I learned. Good that- old Thurs. Yeah. I, I, I learned recently that there's a, there's a growing subset of people who just abbreviate Thursday with an R. And I started doing that. And you know what? I love it. And I'm going to propagate the shit out of it.
1: Uh, T-H-R?
0: No, just the letter R. M-T-W-R-F. I don't know why. I don't know why, but more and more people are doing it. It's a trend I can get behind. What's that look Weird. you got on your face?
1: I mean it's not it it's not the only day with an R in it, so it's kind of
0: But it's the only day where you go Thursday. Like I think you hit the R. I guess. I and mean, like it's
1: an R that separates the two S days, Sunday and Saturday. It's like the R gets in the way of that one too.
0: I mean, but then Saturday Saturday goes first, so it deserves the S, much like Tuesday goes first, which so deserves the T. So it's like grandfathered into keeping the first letter. I don't know what the fix for Sunday is. I still think people do SU. Um, maybe, maybe you know, I, I, I don't know. But Thursday abbreviate Thursday is R. Everybody, thank you. I just I just changed your life. Um, what are we gonna uh, talk about for the show that we do that involves talking when? Um, the, the thing that we just It took us how long to talk about The fact that the patch is in for two more days Next week anyone who's like Hey you know what I got a busy week This week it's the holidays I got shopping To do you know I gotta You know maybe clean the house before the family Comes over hopefully they're not coming over because Don't travel you know I I'd argue If you wanted to just like press skip I'll know about it I do see the Numbers I see the numbers every week So like, I'll, I'll know that you skipped it, but I feel like I'm going to give you almost permission to, because next week we're going to sit here and we're going to be able to talk about a big new patch that has a name and stuff. And maybe like the BTS pro series, right? But right now, like I, like there's what, like, um, did you, uh, anything, anything,
1: uh yeah, I mean I got some stuff to talk about. Oh. We can talk about uh, the tournament that's not Epic League. Um, you know the the tournament that's not involving European teams, so most people Who don't get to a watch shit, that. But, uh, there there was uh there was some drama that happened recently. What? We can talk about that. The uh the whole Arkosh and Luki Luki drama that happened. Also, my name is being tied to Arkosh. I'll just let you guys know right now. Arkosh is a pretty garbage team, but I am still too bad to be playing with anybody. So I see it around a little bit. I'm not streaming because I'm focusing on doing voice acting stuff. So we'll just put that aside.
0: Did people are people are suggesting that? I'm clearly yes. not paying enough attention. <laughs> I, because if I, I was paying not... enough attention, I would be harassing you about it and talking about like your 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 dog shit record and BTS series, right? Like, did, did, okay, did... that's the funny part.
1: That's the funny part. Okay, Slax is my friend. Okay, so I I will not comment on Arkosh. I won't like I'm I'm not going to talk about their potential roster. I'm not going to do any of that because Slax is my friend. I've helped him a little bit with this project. And, uh, like, I understand what he's going for, and I, I don't really want to ruin any of that. Okay, so I, I'm not going to talk about any of that. But there was there was some drama recently, and that hit front page of Reddit. So surely you must have seen that at least.
0: I mean i, I spent I spent a cup. I spent a lot of like last week not really doing anything on the internet. I was I was yeah. i I've, I've been kind of unplugged, my dude.
1: That's fair. Well, uh, okay. So here's what happened. Uh, Slax is going for this, like, um, it's kind of an interesting idea. Arkosh, his, his like, team generates their own weekly tournament sort of deal. Uh, it's a show match. Mm-hmm. So they get, like, random people in. And this last week's show match was against uh, a player called Luki, Luki and his team called No NoPangalier. And apparently what they had wagered was Arkosh's slot in the BTS Pro Series. I'm sure you can see where this is that going. That seems like
0: a that seems like a real wager.
1: Yes, that does seem like a a, a real wager. Uh, Slacks tweeted. I remember Slacks tweeted something like like accepted if you can find anybody good to like scrimmage or something something weird like that. But it looked like it was a wager that was accepted. Luki Luki put it out there on social media. Arkosh Twitter responded, and the show match was happening, and. It goes on. Um, I did not I, I don't watch this stuff because honestly I don't watch BTS Pro series for the most part because limited amount of time of a day, I focus on what's important to learn about Dota. And unfortunately, North America is not on the cutting edge of Dota. Hasn't been for a while. You know, especially not with both Evil Geniuses and Quincy Crew out of the fucking picture. There's nothing cutting edge happening in NA. There's nothing like top tier happening.
0: We only talk about, we only follow real pro teams, uh, like my favorite up and coming team, Just Air, uh, which I have a lot of faith in for their next tournament. Just
1: Um, just Air? You mean Just Air that just disbanded? Wait, what? You beat the team that was shopping themselves out for seventy five thousand to one hundred thousand monthly salary. Played one tournament and disbanded. Didn't I say this last week? Didn't yeah, I, I say think, yeah, like I Just Area did. got knocked down to Division Two, and I'm pretty sure that's like something that like literally breaks a team. Well, didn't
0: the they not even win Division Two? Keep going.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, that, the writing was on the wall for that one. And Those sure numbers enough, are they, wild. They stopped immediately, but yes, those those numbers are wild. That's another thing we could talk about. That uh, team sir asking for uh, literally millions of dollars uh, in salary for uh, a year years worth of contract. Uh, that that's another thing we could talk about. Okay, but so th- this whole thing goes on. You can see where this is going. The show match, Arkosh ends up losing uh, two to one. Uh, Luki Luki's team win. Fuck! Did Slacks walk back? They walked back the bet, and I saw the clip of Luki Luki's team. Okay, I haven't really—I've talked to Slacks a little bit about this, so—but like, I watched Luki Luki and his face just be kind of like fall and realize, like, oh, they were just goofing; they didn't really mean it. Because what Slacks did, what they did, it was actually very, very clever. They were losing game three, and then one of the players did some all chatting shit. And Slack's like somehow edited the footage. He had like a video pre-prepared, I think, and played that video in front of Dota. So it looked like the enemy's throne exploded. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty funny. It was like pretty clever and stuff, but like the tone was all wrong because the enemy team wasn't in on the joke. Oh, no. And so for the for like three solid days, there were just threads of fuck slacks, fuck slacks, fuck Arcosh, fuck Slacks. And you know what? Slacks' whole idea of making this sort of like a WWE team, the heels of Dota, you know, like trying to draw some attention. I, I people are people really came out of the word work and like everybody who's ever had disliked Slacks in any way now has a reason to be able to do and say things about him. So, like, a bunch of fucking people come out of the woodwork. I can say, like, 100%. I know Slacks has worked a lot on this project, and I know there's no way this guy's doing it to fucking win fucking $200 in the BTS Pro Series.
0: $200 okay. implies coming in last place, and I think that I'm hashtag awoken enough to, to, to you know, <laughs> understand yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that yeah, last yeah, yeah. place is not an option. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure they're going to get last place. But the, uh, but like, and it's not like any sponsor is going to come along. It's not like Nike's going to come along and offer tens of thousands of dollars and Slacks is going to be fucking rich because of this play. I really think that he fully believes that what he's doing is going to help NA Dota. And I can't really disagree with it. It's an interesting, unique idea. It's a a cool experiment, I think. I, 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 I don't know how much it'll help. But it's an interesting experiment, and I don't think he's doing it for any selfish reasons whatsoever. But this move was obviously a terrible step. Anyway, I mean, job well done. They quickly became the most hated team in Dota, so... Yes. Bully to them and bully to slacks.
0: <laughs> I think, uh, I-, I guess... You want people to hate you for the right reasons, and now people might unknowingly hate him for the wrong reasons, which is a little bit confusing, right? Also, in a world where, you know, maybe Arkosh does do a little bit better, it's a brand that's looking to be publicized or sold in some way shape or form basically when you're doing research on someone on the internet who is an influencer and i know this because i literally do this The one of the first things you do is you type that person's name and then you know what the next word is controversy and then you just see what comes up on google so anyone in the future whoever would be like oh dude i'm you know new dota uh, underwear company and I want to sponsor the best NA team with the most memes, like, they're probably woke enough to realize the, what Slacks is doing, but that's even that amount of Reddit threads is probably scary for anyone business-wise outside of, you know, typical Dota, right? And it requires yeah. explaining now, so I'm sure that I'm sure that, uh, that that's probably not super great at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, you're absolutely right. Like people should hate you for like fake entertainment, and I think the the weird part is it gets even weirder for like Slacks because Slacks is a real person and personality, but he's also playing sort of the heel, and like people don't separate those lines, and I don't think they should necessarily should have to either because that's a real thing that happened that was kind of fucked up, like it, you know this is this it's uh, it's all very funny. If the enemy team was in on the joke, but like I could tell just from the 30-second clip that I saw on Reddit that there was no way they were in on the joke. So and and I I did tell Slacks as much too. I was like, all right, well, that that part was probably not great. But uh, you know, I I mean I I think it, it is pretty interesting because um that's the most people have talked about a Dota in a while.
0: Oh dude, that's so sad. I think I think, you know, maybe part of where this could potentially have gone wrong, um, to not to use the wrestling analogy, is that I think wrestling fans, or at least wrestling fans who are into wrestling enough to be on a wrestling subreddit, um, if you compare this structure to R Dota 2. They're conditioned to know that sometimes there are good guys and bad guys, right? And that's kind of, like, part of the whole, you know, theater aspect. Mm-hmm. There's no training in Dota True. for that True. at all. People are not conditioned to think about it like that, right? Like, you can argue that, like, uh, PPD makes a good heel. I think he's, uh, or maybe, like, an mm-hmm. a, a, a different, more abrasive version of Kyle makes a good heel. But even then, I really don't think that their modus when they're trying to go out is like, you know what, I'm going to get some heat for, you know, being being a bit of a tool. They just kind of were a bit of tools, right? So people naturally just like them. <laughs> so th- there's like a weird difference between like what is, what is real and what's not real. And I don't think people are like conditioned to understand that. So
1: I'm yeah. sure that this also- only muddied the water. Yeah, it's it's also like I'm not sure how much crossover there is from like video game players to like wrestling or like what are what are other things that he heals in them?
0: I, well, the um, the term definitely does come from wrestling, and I'll just I'll just step out of the closet a little bit and say that I definitely am like someone who is uh, I I know way more than I probably should about wrestling. My my dad watched wrestling, and by virtue, I have for like most of my life, right? So I'm. But but what
1: other like, examples can people get outside of wrestling? But besides like you know like movies, there are actors who play bad guys or play. Like I, I, I'm struggling to think where uh, where else people get that because people blur those lines as well, right? Like the how many people hated um, Joffrey, the kid mm-hmm. who played Joffrey in Game of Thrones. You know, like people, when you can't even separate that with a fucking TV show. You know, like
0: I think the only what, other place you see it is like in competitive sports, and even then, like there are people. There's like mm. you know, wrestling. Right, you're like allowed to cheat. If you want to, like you're allowed to do things that are, that are deemed as immoral. Right. And it's like all part of the, the, the charade where, you know, if you're trying to get over like that in real life and people aren't thinking about it, like theater, then you're just being a dick, like people who in like the NBA or the NFL, even who, who like, uh, could be seen more as heel characters or people that are, are people that, um, you know, others love to hate maybe, um, like, cause even in wrestling, like I think a lot of people, like people, like to dislike the people, right? Like, mm-hmm. so there's a difference between like genuine dislike and liking and an an enjoyment or a will to dislike someone. So yeah. it, it's it's so it's so confusing and like it, it were I think that from a storytelling perspective, I think this is on the podcast multiple times and even just you know in in, in other conversations. I think that esports needs more characters. I think that there's, you know, esports in an ideal world has a fuck ton of Notel's and Sebs and Insanias. Um and, you know, people are be like, "Oh, what about like and Sumail?" Like I guess those kind of count but ultimately like they're not really personalities. They're just, they're just like cult figures. Like people like Notel is is kind of the ideal of like someone who can be an entertainer, right? And I think that or at least my assumption from the little bit that I know about Arkash um through Slack's because I also have talked to him on the side about it mostly because he sent me some videos and he's like hey Joe are these good um which I was very flattered and by you said no <laughs> I'm like actually I have some notes and he's like we have no time for notes and I'm like great they're awesome <laughs> um the I I've, I've, um the idea of having characters I think is super important and and something that I that I totally support and people who are good guys and bad guys i think that there's a great dichotomy that a lot of people don't like ppd i think that that makes him more popular more polarizing generally i'm a, i'm i'm of the opinion that you want to be polarizing i think apathy is death right like even you know I, I don't do it that much on the on this show in particular but other shows that 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 i do or stuff that i'm in generally i try and play that character that's a little bit more abrasive or or the bad guy right because i think that there's there's an inherent entertainment value from from both of those figures and that's just missing in dota so like i support the idea of what slacks is doing both from a character perspective and a bad guy perspective but there's just so much education that the audience has to go through and like time because if if slacks has it in his head That he wants this to be wrestling esque, that he that he wants to create a team of bad guys. Like, I I'd be willing to bet that at least 80% of people, if not more, haven't gotten that memo and don't realize what's going on and just see it as like shitty, right? So it's such an uphill battle. One that I support, truthfully, and hope keeps on like going on, right? But it, it definitely takes like a minute to shift that culture and that understanding of the audience, which that's no small feat.
1: Yeah, I think there is a lot of uphill. But, you know, like at the end of the day, it's a super interesting experiment for a region that, uh, well done.
0: Did you see that? (laughs) It's an audio podcast. No one knows what happened. It's fine. They got to watch the video. Check
1: out the YouTube for this part. (laughs) Um, um, Shit, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, it, It definitely, it will definitely drive some eyeballs to a region that needs it. Um, you know, people have no reason to watch NA, SA, neither one of those regions, honestly. Um, Southeast Asia has like tons of super fanatical fans and they're gonna be interested in and, and there is a rivalry that goes on within Southeast Asia, right? It's like NASA, but I feel like that is just fucking I almost feel like it's a little played out. Southeast Asia has like multiple countries where people can like get behind a certain player or even sometimes an entire team um, that they really support. China is obviously always going to be one of the homes of dota and then CIS is like super filled with fans. Europe's the best region. So it's like there are reasons to watch the four other regions, but these two like I I would love to I, I bet like DPC numbers the difference between these two regions and the other four is going to be pretty dramatic in my opinion, especially if NA and SA is separated. Oh God. Like I, like I enjoy watching, um, you know, I enjoy watching like four zoomers versus like, I, I thought infamous is a pretty good team. Apparently they didn't qualify for BTS pro series somehow. Uh, also didn't get invited, which is a little sus, but like, uh, I enjoy watching like four zoomers versus infamous Quincy crew versus beast coast when beast coast is actually doing well. Um, You know, like those, those matchups are are good, but when you separate SA and NA, the pool becomes so diluted. Then you've got fucking Quincy crew versus, Fucking Arkosh or some shit. You've got, you've got like just fucking random stacks put together purely for the fact of like, hey, we're going to just jump into this tournament. Maybe we can actually do something. Maybe we can actually win a little money or something like that. Uh, but it's like, there's, it, it's, it's not good. So you need some other reason to drive viewership. And um, I guess we'll just see what this does. Um, I know Slacks is keeping track of like numbers wise of their, their, numbers compared to like other numbers for other matchups and seeing like how it kind of compares and just that that'll be interesting to see what that the conclusion of that is if it's if it's like 10% more viewership not worth it 50% more viewership maybe but the truth is is like NA viewership it's like 50 more viewership okay you went from 5k to 7,500 at best you know
0: it's, it's like, wild that, that those that were at a point you know in uh streaming numbers and also just dota where those 2000 people do not even matter like i'm sure that that, yeah. you can, that at a point in time right you can be like wow 7000 people but now it's like oh 7000 people like our yeah. like our perspective has shifted <laughs> and evolved over over the years right yeah. uh i for sure. i wonder i wonder would you say that in the play for dpc is just say like fuck it i know we said one thing but let's just combine the two
1: I personally would not have separated the regions, um, but I think Valve cares more about competitive integrity and stuff like that um, than and then like investing back into the regions and those sort of things than the viewership. I don't think Valve really cares about the viewership at all. So if I don't care about the viewership, then of course I separate the regions. Um, if I don't care about my own personal entertainment of watching the tournament, then I separate the regions
0: how do you get at this point like people to care about na like if if we just you know had marquee teams that came over like i don't think team branding does everything if if liquid and secret and og suddenly dropped all their teams because they all retired and all three of them invested in na teams because in theory they'd be good enough to like i don't know if those those brands could fix it it might help But, like,
1: you need a strong enough tier two scene that is competitive um, and, like, because the tier one scene is EG and Quincy crew, okay? So, you need a competitive tier two scene that builds on itself, right? Competition drives excellence, you know? Like, oh, we got beat by these guys. Why did we lose? They figure that out they get better then they go on and beat those guys those guys in turn look at it and like okay how do we get better in order to beat them you know like that sort of thing just kind of like cycles through it's why europe is such a strong region because there you have both europe and cis crowded together lots of money in in um cis available to play dota professionally decent amount of money in europe available to play professionally um you've got you know, Ti money floating around, opportunities to be able to win millions and millions of dollars. That feels like a real dream that you can accomplish. Um, yeah, I, I think you just you need. Um, like, I look at this fucking tournament. I see fucking okay. I see four Zoomers, Sandboys, Beast Coast, Thunder Predator, uh, Brazil. Those those five teams only teams i care about i do i think that they are a step above fucking arkosh five man midas which i know some of the names on that list and juarez which i think used to have tavo or something but like i i think those guys are probably all garbage and i would never be interested in watching a game of theirs but if those guys can become good enough that they can compete with thunder predator and we have like real competition Uh, from the teams coming from the bottom, threatening the teams that are near the top, then, yeah, the the, the region becomes a lot more interesting as a whole rather than just automatically knowing the outcome Uh, and just looking at names and being like, oh, I can see who's going to be in upper bracket. I don't don't need to watch the group stage. I don't really need to watch until the final day of the playoffs to know, like, who's going to win.
0: So if I can sum that up, it's just like a stagnation, basically. Yeah. Like, there's... Even in Europe, I feel Where like- the
1: DPC is good, right? DPC provides enough money that there are going to be people coming out of the woodwork trying to play somewhat competitively, even if it isn't full time, they're going to be trying hard and looking to get better because there is opportunity to win a decent amount of money. I don't think BTS Pro Series getting seventh through eighth and winning $200 is, even if you're from SA, that's not going to
0: drive you that much. You know what's wild to think about uh someone winning $200 for BTS Pro Series. Mm. How okay, how what is there like 8 teams? Yeah. That you, okay, 8 teams you play a best of 3 round robin so you're playing seven best of 3 so you're playing a minimum of 14 games. Uh
1: these look like two game series. So, okay. So, so, okay, so,
0: so 14 games and then minimum a best of three in the lower bracket and losing and losing both games. Yeah. So you're playing, you're playing 16 games at minimum. And if you're, <laughs> if you're talking about 16 games at minimum, like at what point does that $200 equate to literally less than minimum wage? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's pretty low. But that's the only tournament going on right now. And that's uh you compare that to Epic League. One moment, please. Uh it's funny, Knoxville actually did a tweet about this for Division Two uh of Epic League. Um let me see if I can oh, find am it. My steel in this bit right quick. now. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> Epic, Epic League prize distribution out. As expected, it's pretty grim. Two teams uh, get $250 each, I'm presuming this means, uh, for playing 20 professional games that comes down to $2.50 per player per game. Let me check. So he must be talking about Division 2. Division 2, you win... Yeah. So you are the 16th best team at that point in time.
0: Man, when's the last... I mean, yeah, there's just no... I couldn't tell you an interesting up-and-coming NA Dota player, right? Or an American Dota player, even. I feel like there was a point in time where this this was pretty similar with Counter-Strike. Where Mm -hmm. you kind of had like some people who were NA representatives, but they were always losing to Europe. But then Counter-Strike is having like the inverse Dota thing where it's just kind of been growing and doing better, you know, naturally over the last two years. And suddenly we see a lot of, you know, teams in the NA scene in Counter-Strike who aren't tied to like an org, like a Liquid or an OG or a Secret or what have you. But they're taking games and winning and like there's new... Blood that's being made and coming up in the pro scene who are going to be the superstars of tomorrow, right? But it feels Mm -hmm. like I couldn't tell you who the superstars of tomorrow in Dota are because the superstars of today are the superstars of three or four years ago.
1: Yes. Oh, I had a really interesting conversation about this. I actually wanted to to talk this fear out. I think I've talked to you about my i my fear of Dota's future and the insulated, mm-hmm. uh, the insulated competitive scene that will happen, right? Where mm-hmm. the people who continue to play competitively have been financially incentivized to do so, uh, whereas everybody else there there's like you have to like support yourself for years to have a chance of being able to like you know make it in to a tier two position you know but like the guys who can grind non-stop because they've already got the bag and they're incentivized to keep doing it because they're gonna keep getting bags million dollar bags you know they're gonna be fucking trying their their goddamn brains out all the time to be the best and it's hard for people to get in especially since the because because one of the biggest when it comes to esports one of the biggest things about new blood is the fact that the new blood comes from newer players uh younger players playing the game and being super passionate about it they're in fucking high school you know they've got plenty of free time after school they could play a whole bunch you know they get really good really fast they they get a little itch to play competitive they start dipping their toes into that all of a sudden they realize they they they're like I like this I like the competition maybe I win a little bit of money oh that's cool look at this mom I won $100 you go off to college you skip classes in order to play more Dota you know like you do that fucking real degenerate shit like you can be that degenerate and play hundreds of thousands well thousands and tens of thousands (laughs) of hours of Dota for no money whatsoever You know, not even necessarily maybe even thinking about playing competitively, just being a degenerate and loving the game, you know, and that's how you get new people, because all of a sudden those people get scouted out, or maybe they themselves pursue playing professionally, you know, at some point in time, it dawns on them, they're good enough to be able to do that or something like that. And they come through and they're able to make that kind of softer jump from, okay, I'm really good at this game. I'm top you know i can be in that top one percent potentially and make that your your gap that sort of jump like eternal envy did of just being like okay i'm gonna just all in two years to be professional player and see where it gets me but like there isn't those newer players coming in and there isn't a scene that really uh incentivizes people in the year two scene to keep playing it's TI or a bust, you know? Every every player that plays that is looking to be a professional player is only, they're doing it for the potential of going to TI and winning, winning millions of dollars. But what they're actually doing at that point in time when they're not going to TI is making tens of dollars, you know? And and that, like, eventually reality slaps you in the face, you know, and says, like, okay, okay bitch, you got bills to pay yeah maybe that those millions of dollars are never coming and people got to drop out because they have real life issues and the degenerates there are no more degenerates because those those degenerates are playing fucking valorant they're playing fortnite you know that's that's what they're doing so the people who are just going to keep winning the millions of dollars are going to be the same kind of people who have been around maybe every once in a while there's a good example of a na player dnm He's apparently like 17 years old, super good. He's on um PPD's sad boys team. That's a new player. Occasionally somebody like that'll come in. Some some kid, some degenerates, you know, playing this old ass boomer game, and somebody like Puppy will be see that guy and be like, oh, that guy's dope. Get him into the uh professional scene. But like the Viking GG sort of teams, those like team, a roster of entirely new guys, like. That's going to be more and more of a rare occurrence. We're going to go back to our early days of Dota 2. We're going to go back to the days of Dota 1, where people look at pubs and be like, those guys don't really, really know what the real Dota's like. Only the pro players know what Dota's like, because they've been in the grind, and they've been playing professionally, and they've been incentivized to continue to do that. So... And and I talked about that on a podcast with uh, monkeys and BSJ do a podcast. I did their podcast like a day ago or something, and I talked about that. And they, I was hoping they would dissuade me. They'd be like, "Nah, nah, it's no." They were just like, "Yeah, it sounds like a very real future." <laughs> very concerned.
0: Is, is is that you subtly cueing me to tell you uh, why your your fears are not justified and why everything is 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 not real?
1: No, it's okay. Because because here's the thing, Joey. Ultimately, I'm super concerned about Dota, but like I'm concerned about the health of Dota and all that sort of deal because my job rides with Dota. But I'll still probably be okay. I'm in that tier 1 pool. You know, I'm I'm not a player. I'm not making the bag like they are, but like I'm making a much smaller bag, you know. It's my it's my little my little um what's what's the small money my coin pouch? You
0: yeah, yellow pouch. I've got that. Get a
1: little pouch. They've got a Gucci Gucci purse, you know, and like I've got a little little coin coin pouch.
0: That's that's nice. You're like you know, I can, in, pay, rent. Yeah, I can pay rent. Yeah, I can pay rent and say, I can drive a a night an early 2000s Honda. Everybody look yeah. at me.
1: Yeah, like I, I I am incentivized to do nothing with my days and like just watch Dota and keep up to date. I'm one of those tier one people that is in that circle, so like I'll I'll be okay. But like it it eventually, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt Dota real bad. So you don't have to make me feel better.
0: I guess I guess like instead of making you feel better, I would are uh, I would ask the the most existential question, which is. Are we already past the tipping point? Have, have like like are like are we at the point in global warming? If you want to make a comparison, where like we cannot stop it enough to hurt some people, like we're going to lose islands, like we are we're past a certain point of no return, even though we might not all see it or recognize it yet.
1: Yeah, no, no, no I think we are some past of, of uh, no point of no return. If you're going to use the global warming uh, analogy, where like. It's not, we're not going to burn to a crisp, hopefully, but there is going to be serious damage done. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that, like, um, if Valve, and this is a big F, if they cared, um, if, if, I'm not, I'm not saying this is a bad thing if they don't, but if they, they cared about Dota being kept into the tier one esport as we continue to go forward into the future of eSports, where more and more people are flooding into eSports and looking at this and being this new thing, what we kind of need is Dota to remain relevant enough that people coming into eSports are like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's a top tier sport. Oh, let me check that out. You know, League of Legends will do that. League of Legends will continue to, to keep going like that. Um, Dota, I mean, Dota will just need a new game in order to do that, honestly. Um, it'll, it'll need some sort of new release to funnel people in with like new mechanics that are more interesting to a newer generation, you know. Because um, MOVAs aren't really their thing, so I, I yeah, it's 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 gonna hurt for sure. But uh, I, I I don't think it, you know. Again, I always compare Dota to StarCraft. It's not gonna. It's never gonna die, die, die. D- Dota is so much bigger than StarCraft. Um, so in that regard, we will have a similar trajectory at StarCraft, but StarCraft is still live today. There is still tournaments and players and people playing. Um, and Dota is, I mean, I, I actually wouldn't anybody know what StarCraft 2 uh, concurrent players I know,
0: in? I know that this shouldn't matter. Um, but I feel like I don't want a future where my other friends who live and work and breathe and care about esports just go like, oh, Joey, he's a he's a Dota guy. That's a, you know, how, how sad is that? <laughs> right? Like, I mean, no, uh, some no, of that no, already no, exists. Not, not quite right in the brain. Like, some of that already exists, and it has for a minute, right? Like, Dota's pretty insular. Dota is, you know, it's like the League of Legends that it lets people play. It's like, you know, something for hardcore gamers, um, for better or for worse, right? But... Mm-hmm getting into a future where it's like oh well dota that's a dead game it's just like oh i, I, I don't want to live with that like harassment and those gut punches like i know that it shouldn't matter let me,
1: okay wh- let me give you a better comparison okay i think this comparison is is very apt as well what about smash what about melee what about comparing it to melee
0: people are generally a lot more excited for melee there's hashtags about melee
1: yeah I mean, it helps that there's a big bad out there, you know, to like, <laughs>
0: like,
1: like, hell, I, I, I tweeted out, uh, free I, I I tweeted out the free melee, um, you know, cause I, I like melee and I like watching melee and there's a big bad guy out there. So I can, you know, throw my support into that pool. I can be excited about melee, uh, because of that. So yeah, it helps that there's a, a big enemy out there, um. But like no, like the uh, the the fact that there is a core game that is really sick, you know, and it brings people in no matter how old it is. I think Dota is very yeah, they, they, like I think there's a lot of similarities to to Dota in that regard. And it and then <laughs> we've got the bonus that Dota is continually updated and supported by the developer, whereas Smash has somehow managed to survive despite <laughs> all of that, you know. It's so, a fucking um, cockroach. I Yeah, it won't die.
0: You know, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm looking at how long we've been recording and, and thinking about, you know, the conversation we just had and I'm like, you know what? I was making jokes like thirty minutes ago about what are we gonna talk about. And then you know what mm-hmm. we did? I think we provided hashtag entertainment content. Someone where's where's the sponsorship deal? Yeah. What look at this look at the fucking look at this fucking professional over here. This is why he's a tier one man. Look, you see you see all the things he was talking about. That's great.
1: And I will hopefully be a tier one voice actor soon. Is, tomorrow.
0: I was going to ask. My, is it real? Is my, it, are uh, you going tomorrow?
1: Hasn't been canceled yet. I've been sent a script. Script is so small. <laughs> I mean, it's a mobile game. Like, I, I knew exactly what I was what I was getting into. There's like fucking... I'll give you the exact number of lines. Uh, 12, 13, 14, uh, 15. 15 lines total. <laughs> because it's a mobile game like do you really need lines for a character in a fucking mobile game i'm surprised there are lines at all i can't believe that
0: i'm i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna be a little sappy for a second i can't believe there's fucking two paragraphs about a backstory about this guy <laughs> hey man the lore's important don't you dare shit on the lore i'm happy <laughs> for you i'm excited for you i think that's super cool thank you are you going to like like take a shower tonight and say these lines in the shower like like what what's the like like, like what, uh, what's the process now
1: I've done I've done zero prep for this. Because again, it's fucking fifteen lines. Um, so I'm gonna do all my prep tomorrow. I'm just gonna go into the booth and say the lines and uh, I'm gonna listen back to my audition. Cause pretty sure. Like remember I said when the like the the faster-paced Lucio type character that I was pretty sure that's what they hired me for? Now that I'm looking at the lines, there's no way that's what they hired me for. They hired me for a the dark, brooding anime voice, you know, that's what they hired me for. So, I'm just gonna.
0: <laughs> you should walk into the room and then just do Mickey Mouse, and they'll be like, Did we get the right person? Hey, everybody, <laughs> 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 god. Uh, um, dude, that's really cool. I'm, uh, I'll have to catch up with you tomorrow and see how yeah. it's going. I want to give, um, before we wrap up. To 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 two small things. Um did you play any cyberpunk?
1: <sighs> I bought the game and I never played it. And you know what's terrible is that like I've been meaning to go back to Alex. I'm like, man, I really need to play Alex. And like so many things have gotten in the way, and now the patch is gonna drop. And I gotta grind the patch.
0: So <laughs> I don't think I have time
1: for any of this.
0: Can I can can I put do, I, I'm gonna I have, have to, like all the time of the world. How do I not
1: have time for these things? What's wrong with me?
0: I'm gonna have to put like a like a timer on before I have to get my index back, which I know you said you're very okay with mostly that's because my fine. mostly because my roommate wants it, but like I have to actually oh, okay. But like I, I don't actually wanna come and get it, so like that's actually my problem. So like the time you have with it is the time that it takes me to drive over to see you and like have lunch and pick it up. But that being said <laughs> uh-huh. that being said, you, you you should you should like set it up and just like just, just tell yourself, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do like a level or two every day.
1: I really should. I, I think I will do that. You should. I, think I will. Do
0: that. I'll. I'll. I'll tentatively say that, like, sometime around Christmas, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get down there. So. Okay. So. So. so I. I, I think good. you got like a weekend change. So. So you should. You should. You should get on that. What um, else
1: have I done lately? I played Mafia for the first time in a while. I ended up being Mafia. I was Mafia with. Um. It was me. It was a bigger game. It was me. BSJ. Blitz and Insania, oh. all very good. All very good mafia players,
0: dude. That's funny. So you, you had a lot of cover. You you had a ton we of cover. Destroyed
1: that game. I carried it. I carried it, but we destroyed that game. Blitz did a good job holding off. He basically He did the really good defense thing where he was able to stave himself off uh, another day. That's what good mafia members do. They the, good mafia. They don't not get caught. Because because if you're good at mafia, there's going to be a lot of shade on you no matter what. Good mafia members hold themselves out one extra day. That's that's how I look at it. So Blitz did a really good job on that, uh, and then BS me, me and BSJ sealed it. Everyone trusted me as town. Said I was the towniest towniest town there is. Ooh, mm, love that.
0: Now look, you can't play again that... for a while because because you, exactly. you got you, I you, the you got one that game out. You got that high. I don't. Um,
1: I don't like playing Mafia a ton because people take it too seriously. So I usually play one game and dip, and that was my one game. I was like, yeah, that's a good game to go out on.
0: I uh, I did play a little bit of Cyberpunk, and uh, my. Huh? how my, was it? My my take is, is that like I'm not super excited to get back into it.
1: Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Ellie's been playing and she's like, I like. I, whenever people ask me about it, I'm like, yeah, I just don't think it's very good. And people are like, yeah, it's so buggy, and that's. And she's like, but that's not why i don't like it it's not because it's buggy it's just not that compelling
0: yeah i'm not super compelled like i i need to continue playing it i think for like pop culture reasons and also for you know the show that nick (laughs) and i do where we like kind of review video games like Mm, you know that's mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. a thing so it's on my docket to play but like we're gonna wrap this recording and I'm gonna just wanna go to sleep instead of being like, oh, I can like stay up and play Cyberpunk. Like I I just don't have the will to do that right now. And then the Dota patch is gonna come out and I'm gonna wanna play Dota, and I'm not gonna be like, oh I gotta play Cyberpunk. So I'm a little uh bummed isn't the right word because I didn't have high expectations. Mm-hmm. I think that I tempered my expectations down much lower than than a lot of people because I I I anticipated this. Um but like I'm still a little bit bummed about it. Like, I think that I was still hoping that I would that I would like jack in and be like, "Dude, this is cool. This is gonna take over my life for like 100 hours." But that that's just that's just not the case. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll come back next week and be like, you know what? I figured out I like it a lot. But I'm like a solid four and a half, five hours in, and I'm like, yeah,
1: yeah. No, same exact reaction. Ellie is uh, has given. I even not heard anybody who's like, "Dude, the game is great." I haven't heard any of that. The best I've heard is like, yeah, it's pretty fun. That's the best kind of reaction I've gotten.
0: Yeah. I Meanwhile, like...
1: I fucking... I i fed into it. I was like, everyone's going to play it, so I might as well.
0: Sheeple. I've never fucking sheeple. Like, never, never. Never do that. Fucking sheeple. Meanwhile, compare that to, like, me talking about Alex or trying to get you to play Alex. Cap, you have to play it's this true. fucking video game. Or... Yeah. Us talking about Hades, you know, a couple months back. Everybody, oh, yeah. you should play that fucking video game, right? Like, game. those are endorsements, right? Though, those are something that right. like that like fired us up, and now I'm just sitting here thinking Nobody's about cyberpunk. Nobody's standing
1: by cyberpunk going. You have to do this, dude.
0: No, no. Uh, one, one, one more quick point of, of feedback before we sign off. Um, I had a lot of people message after last week's episode that uh that coffee i was looking for oh. that coffee i was looking for cap yes uh yes. on wednesday the day after the podcast came out people were like joey it's in stock and yes. uh i ordered a 12 pack off their website
1: good looking out team joey didn't have to waste all that time could have been cyberpunk time could
0: have been cyberpunk you time
1: driving around to Oh, i shoot. got it in the mail today hey, you got it now you got it yeah. today Was i got it in the mail
0: today. I have everything you ever
1: dreamed and remembered
0: i have 12 cans i'm super excited to have them i'm still gonna like meter them out probably over the next like month and a half i'll probably try and like mm-hmm. save myself to maybe like two a week and then uh, when it's gone 12? it's gone
1: god you spent all that time you only bought 12 I'm really. If I I'm... spent that much time. I would have ordered a hundred, and I'm not fucking. <laughs> I'm not overselling that. I legitimately would have ordered like a giant fucking case of it if I spent that much time, like that much effort trying to get something. I have no problem with ha- having things repetitively. I I don't have a problem with it whatsoever. If it's good to me, I'll keep fucking eating it. So I would have bought as much as I could have fucking gotten
0: so the 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 twenty four packs were sold out. I could only get a twelve pack, even though I could have gotten multiple twelve packs. I would have ordered ten twelve packs the the thing is is though, like ultimately, I'm still I'm like, I'm oddly frugal in like ways that don't matter because at the end of the day, I'm buying coffee that is like two fifty a can over the internet and getting it shipped to me, right? Like that's not something that a frugal person does. A frugal person buys coffee beans, has a grinder, and like, presses their own coffee, right? Or has instant coffee. Like I can be much cheaper about a lot of my habits. But I I proceed to like justify weird spends. Like, okay, like, you know, I I like the coffee. I can have twelve of them, but but twenty four, that's too many. I can't I can't spend uh seventy dollars on coffee. That's ridiculous. Even though I would eventually drink $70 worth of coffee, given enough time, right? But mm. but my my brain's really bad at making purchases like that, which I think is good, right? Yeah. I, I, I generally don't you spend that a is, ton of
1: money. That coffee is unhealthy for you, so.
0: Yes, but then also, I do dumb things, like, like you know, in all the toys that I have in my desk? I used to like, so I am as like a crazy person, poison. I'm like from joy here. I'm a crazy person, Um <laughs> Fucking! I, I bought a butterfly knife bottle opener on Amazon and I've been playing with it for the whole episode. I'm sure if people heard any clinking, it's because under the desk cap, I've been playing with. I've been spinning this butterfly knife the whole time. I have like six different fidgety hand toys that are all different resistances. These little donuts so much fun. I I took I bought the finger therapy device from from my physical therapist so that i could so that i can like you know do finger therapy at home i didn't need to spend this this piece of fucking silicone was twenty dollars i don't need this i mean i justified it that i do because it's fun but i don't need this
1: i'm gonna go get my christmas present and show it to you real quick
0: okay okay I'm gonna I, the, the recording is not being edited right now, so what I'm doing right now is just filling time, everybody. What I see is is Cap slowly walking away. Uh, it's a good thing, you know, when he actually sits up, you uh, don't like Cap's body in the video version, which you can catch on YouTube, blocks a lot of the clutter behind him. But as soon as he gets up, you can be like, you know what, dude, you can probably dust that bookshelf. Hold on, he's sitting back down now. Okay, don't worry, so didn't, to- we didn't talk the about the
1: topic. It. The knives that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It got into my head because uh, I got a new knife recently.
0: You got a knife?
1: Yes, I did get a new knife, and I needed to show Ellie how to open and close it. And um, that is not what I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you other things that I got.
0: Did you? I got this. Oh, that, that's like that's like a little mini hatchet knife?
1: It is. Uh, yep. Yep. Multi uh, Wilderness multi-tool.
0: How will you, is, is that like a thing that you will carry on your body or like put I in the got, car? Um,
1: I got another, what is this? I don't even know what it is. Oh, hey, there's the knife. There you go. Very nice. Smith and Wesson. Um, Life straw. It's a life straw don't don't uh, something I don't think I've ever used one of these ever. Uh, a you never know multi-purpose crank radio
0: That's actually pretty good for uh for if you want to go to the drive-in theater because you want to have the car off so you need like a like an FM tuner radio that's pretty good that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> you love all this stuff so the this is this is me and Ellie's Christmas present from my mother. Because my my mom uh, very recently asked uh, me if I had um, to go bags, emergency to go bags, <laughs> and I said no <laughs> because I'm not that kind of person. I I have like some stuff in my car, you know, but it's mostly car stuff, you know. Like I I don't have the fucking wilderness (laughs) multi-tool i don't have that uh i don't have um water tablets or anything like that you never Uh, know you don't just casually
0: drink out of a dirty stream every now and then
1: i i don't know and so i i told her no and she said you should really get one and i said you're right and she is right i It's good to have those kind of things. Like, it's better to have them now and not need them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But I'm terrible at following through. I'm terrible at follow through. I never follow through with these things. And um, so she decided she was going to give me, (laughs) she was like, messaged me like a month later and she's like, did you ever get those emergency to go bags? I was like, no. (laughs) No, I didn't. And so she's like, "I'm going to order you one." And then she decided that the pre-made ones were not good enough, and that she was going to uh, put all the time and effort of creating uh, her own emergency to-go bags. And she sh- shipped all of them to us, including the two backpacks. So that's my uh, that's my Christmas present. So it's, uh, it's both funny and very sweet. You know, like I- I'm going to make fun of my mom for it because that's the kind of relationship that we have but it is also very sweet that she put in that much time and effort to to make that for us so
0: next time you go see her you should take that life straw and just go drink out of the uh, just go drink out of the river with it <laughs> you're like
1: don't worry mom that's exactly what i would do that's you you should be like
0: mom do you want want to go on a walk to the river and then you'd like go have a nice afternoon with her and you'd be like man i am don't worry
1: mom i got my life straw (laughs) like that's exactly what i would do
0: you gotta wait you gotta be like man i'm so thirsty did you bring any water oh man me either that's so i can't believe we didn't bring any water oh good thing i have this life straw (laughs) chug 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 yeah
1: Yeah. oh yeah that's
0: i don't I don't have a go bag either, but I do have I kind of surprised,
1: but I feel like your car is basically a,
0: a go bag. Bingo. I I I don't have anything like that hatchet. Um I but if I was trying to exit the house, there is a wad of cash that I keep that I that I can grab that's in like a semi safe hidden place. Same. Um I have that as well. So so I I would I would grab a wad of cash Uh, I'm completely on the cloud now, so I don't have to take any hard drives. I think in a past life, I would have like taken a backup hard drive or something, but everything's on the cloud. I'm backed up too. Um, And I think that I can just lose a lot of stuff and I'd be okay, but like really upset because I have to replace all of it. But like, okay. Right.
1: Yeah. All those finger toys you were showing us earlier, that would be devastating loss.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Hey man, I got, there's stuff here that, that, you know what? Ultimately none of it's important. You're right. I I I should my goal for 2021 should be to throw more stuff out.
1: Yeah. Ellie has a hard time letting go of things. I do not. I...
0: Does it ever create frustration where you're just like, "Why don't you just
1: No, because I'm not. Again, I don't I don't really lead things quite that way I don't feel passionately enough about that I'm like we have to get rid of this but uh, we did keep our moving boxes in our closet for about a year and a half
0: <laughs> did you ever use them
1: no huh? I that that was actually the one time where I was like Okay, I'm putting my foot down. We're getting rid of these. We could, you could have a full closet here. We've only got half a closet because the other half is stuffed with cardboard.
0: Also, ultimately, the the penalty of throwing away that cardboard is like what, maybe thirty dollars if you're gonna go buy new boxes.
1: Yeah, maybe a little bit more.
0: Boxes are actually
1: moving. Moving, yeah, moving boxes are actually kind of expensive.
0: But. I'm I'm actively trying to think about. Um, what like my my year theme for 2021 is going to be and maybe maybe i'll I'll do a good think on that and then next week i'll report back but i'm I'm trying to do this thing which i've been doing for a couple years now uh where instead of having a new year's resolution i just have like a theme to kind of follow for the year that's like a north star something that that i can like think about and try and use to like guide decisions like ah like 2020 i don't know if i've talked about this 2020 was the year of stretching and uh, both like kind of a little physically, literally and mentally. And I spent a lot of time this year physically like getting stretching into my routine. and it was nice. It was good. And I think I stretched professionally, and I, and I stretched in a bunch of regions, but but I also literally helped my hamstrings. So I'm trying to figure out what what my what my theme for for 2021 is gonna be. And mm. I'm thinking that that a high contender is like, 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 something to do with, like, paring down or, or just, like, getting rid of uh, excess because I'm pretty bad at doing it.
1: Hmm. I mean, you really have to necessarily have to get rid of stuff. Just stop buying new stuff.
0: Yeah, I didn't need to buy this butterfly knife. I've had a lot of fun with it. I've had a lot of fun with it. It's really hmm. kept my fingers mobile. But like,
1: How many, how many, how many bottles do you open? minimal you need a bottle and
0: also i guarantee you i have at least three bottle openers in this house not counting this one like i know there's two in the kitchen and there's like a third one built into the can opener right like i don't i don't need that yeah i got this because it wasn't a real knife though so i can not cut myself but still do flippy shit you can potentially
1: Scare off home intruders with your fake knife.
0: Yeah, I'll be like, "Ha! Ah! Ah, stab, stab, stab!"
1: <laughs> They'll see you flipping that butterfly knife. They'll be like, "This guy's crazy. Probably. You know some martial arts shit. Get out!"
0: I yeah, you're uh, you're probably a weird person if you actually can use a butterfly knife. So, uh, guilty as charged. Um, my friend, I think it's time to call it a night. I uh, anyone who is listening to the podcast, thank you. I uh, hope you're gearing up for a a decent holiday season and staying safe, whether the holidays are literally right now for you or uh, in a week and a half. And uh, yeah, I th- I think um, maybe maybe I'll wear a Santa hat for the next episode. And aside from that, uh, it's it's almost it's almost the end of the year. It's exciting. I think next week we'll be back to talk about a patch, which everyone is looking forward to, unless. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I would love to find out the, the, like, I know that we get a very interesting event diagram of people who like want to listen to us talk about Dota stuff and probably are upset that we don't really have guests anymore because that's extra work and who needs to do that. Um, we should probably do more of that. Anyhow, there's like people who want to listen to Dota stuff and there's people who like at this point are just like, want to hear us talk about butterfly knives and coffee and our parents. Um, and and i really wonder what what that what that breakdown is at this point. and i don't know what led me to this thought but but here i am and regardless of which camp you're in hopefully um you've had a good time hanging out this this year. The year's not even over. I don't know why i'm doing like a year wrap ending. Yeah, we
1: we still got two more shows
0: probably before the
1: new year. Yeah, two more yeah. shows. That's and 21st. then
0: and then we got a and then there's probably like a a, a small new year's break and by small year's break i mean i think i'm like leaving for my birthday for a little bit but we can talk about that later and it's, your birthday? Uh, it's january 16th um but i think i'm gonna go try oh. mushrooms in the desert so we, that's a different conversation um
1: <clears throat> oh we'll have to talk more about that later
0: yes absolutely um anywho there's just gonna be a show next week we'll talk about the patch um everybody you're fucking awesome Follow the podcast. Tell your friends about the podcast. Listen to the podcast when you're waiting for your pub games, right? It's better than a little mini game about the items. Um, But after that, we'll we'll see you. Have some kisses.